Our daily news headlines feature terrorist attacks and wars. At least 20 major wars, armed conflicts and battles rage on right now. Iraq Sunni and Shiite Muslims kill each other. And coalition forces sustain thousands of casualties. North Korea and Iran work to develop nuclear devices. The United States and Russia still maintain a stockpile of more than 30,000 nuclear warheads between them. Will these trends lead to biblical Armageddon? What does Bible prophecy say? Is Armageddon coming? And what will happen after Armageddon? Stay tuned. Greetings to all our friends around the world. In the 20th century, the world experienced two world wars. The second one ushered in the Holocaust and the age of nuclear weapons. When we remember the great world wars, we can be horrified by the massive loss of life, both military and civilian. And there have been more than 250 major wars since World War II. Three times more people have been killed in wars in the last 90 years than in all the previous 500 combined. History teaches us that wars will not cease until the end of this age. Will World War III soon erupt on the scene? Will the prophesied Armageddon destroy all life on earth? What does Bible prophecy reveal? On today's program, we'll answer that question. And we'll also be offering you an exciting free booklet titled, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. Just call the number on your screen to request your free copy. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. My friends, Bible prophecy reveals a sequence of events leading up to the prophesied Armageddon. The book of Revelation in your Bible gives us warning, but it also gives us hope for an ultimate glorious future. But first, we must face the reality of human history and human nature. Throughout world history, nations, alliances, and empires have battled one another. Mankind has practiced warfare as a way of life. Have we ever enjoyed centuries and decades of global peace? What is our historic record? Historians Will and Ariel Durant research that question. In their book, The Lessons of History, page 81, they concluded, quote, in the last 3,421 years of recorded history, only 268 have seen no war. Based on human nature and history, what can we expect in the future? We certainly can expect more wars. The greatest prophet who ever lived made it clear. If you have your Bible, turn to Matthew 24, verse 4. Jesus' disciples asked him, what would be the sign of his coming and the end of the age? Matthew 24 and verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places." 
All these are the beginning of sorrows. Jesus predicted not only regional wars, but world wars. He predicted a conflagration that would envelop the whole world. Matthew 24, verse 21. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. The great tribulation will lead to total destruction if God does not intervene. The nuclear age right now has the power of destroying all life on earth. Not until 1945 could we realize so clearly the implication of the Great Tribulation. It was on August 6th and August 9th of 1945 that the United States dropped the first ever atomic bombs on the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan. A new era of mass destruction had begun. The Hiroshima bomb weighed nearly 9,000 pounds. Today, a suitcase bomb weighing less than 300 pounds could lay waste to a large city. What does Bible prophecy predict for the future? Will the world's military powers lay down their arms? Or will they move headlong into Armageddon? The 16th chapter of Revelation locates the gathering place for the greatest battle in all history. Revelation 16 and verse 14. Here, the kings of the earth and of the whole world are gathered together. For what purpose? Read what it says. They are preparing for the battle of that great day of God Almighty. The actual battle is not called the battle of Armageddon in Scripture, although that's what people often call it. Your Bible calls it the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now, where do the armies of all the nations gather? Revelation 16 and verse 16. And they gather them together to the place called in Hebrew, Armageddon. Just what is Armageddon? The word Armageddon is a transliteration of the original Hebrew, Har Megiddo, which means the hill of Megiddo or the mountain of Megiddo. Megiddo is located about 55 miles north of Jerusalem in Israel. And in ancient times, it guarded the main trade route between Egypt and Damascus. It also overlooks the largest plain in Israel, the Valley of Jezreel, as it's called in the Bible, or the Plain of Esdralon. The Old Testament records several major battles that took place here. And in World War I, British General Allenby defeated Turkish military forces there in what became known as the Battle of Megiddo. We just read in Revelation 16:14 that the kings of the earth and of the whole world are gathered together at Megiddo. My friends, can you imagine all the world's nuclear military might combined to fight what the Bible calls the battle of that great day of God Almighty? Would mankind really put itself at risk of total nuclear cosmicide? Many of us remember that we have been in frightening danger in the not-too-distant past. In 1962, the United States and the Soviet Union played nuclear brinkmanship over the Cuban Missile Crisis. In 1973, President Nixon placed U.S. military forces on nuclear alert when the Soviet Union threatened to intervene in the Middle East war between Israel and its Arab neighbors. As we've seen, mankind is certainly capable of the great destruction that Armageddon represents. But where does the biblical Armageddon fit into the panorama of prophecy? Regular viewers of tomorrow's world are acquainted with the prophetic outline revealed in the book of Revelation. Turn in your Bible to Revelation, the sixth chapter, Revelation 6. Here the Apostle John sees in vision 
the famous four horsemen of the apocalypse. They symbolize in order false Christs and false religion, war and its devastating effects, famines that normally follow on the heels of war, and pestilences and disease that follow after famine. The Apostle John writes in Revelation 6 and verse 8, So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him, and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. Even the genocide we've seen since the end of World War II will pale in comparison to the death that will cover the earth. Billions of human beings on earth will die as war, hunger, and disease expand over the planet. Yes, we are facing dangers of human annihilation. Those dangers are revealed in the seven seals of Revelation. The four horsemen of the apocalypse, or the first four seals of Revelation, will result in massive deaths of men, women, and children. The fifth seal will bring about a massive martyrdom of Christians. These major events lead up to Armageddon. What other prophetic events should we watch for? We'll answer that question in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our free booklet, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. This exciting booklet will give you more information than we have time for on this program. How will Armageddon figure in end-time prophecy? The answer lies in knowing the prophetic framework outlined in the book of Revelation and in the Olivet Prophecy we've discussed in previous programs. This booklet outlines in chart form the seven seals of Revelation, the seven trumpet plagues, and the seven last plagues. What does it all mean? Our free booklet will give you the answers. The book of Revelation contains dramatic symbols, such as the beast with seven heads and ten horns, the woman who rides the beast, and the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You need to understand their meaning. The book of Revelation reveals your future and the future of the world. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free booklet, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. Just ask for the booklet on Revelation. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In the first part of our program, we saw that man's inhumanity to man has not ceased. We are killing each other, and we will continue to kill each other as Bible prophecy reveals. The four horsemen of the apocalypse symbolize the war, pestilence, disease, and death that will come upon warlike mankind. Then comes the fifth seal. The fifth seal, as we read in Revelation 6-9, reveals a martyrdom of Christians during the tribulation period of about two and one-half years. Then we read about the sixth seal, which introduces the time of God's wrath and judgment on the nations. The sixth seal 
is referred to as the heavenly signs. Revelation 6 and verse 12. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. Massive earthquakes will shake the earth. Asteroids and meteorites streaking toward the earth will shock and frighten humanity. These heavenly signs, as they're called, introduce the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is the time of God's wrath and judgment on an unthankful, rebellious world. Jesus Christ, the Lamb, will be wrathful. He'll execute God's righteous judgments. The prophetic day of the Lord here in Revelation 6, verse 17, is called the great day of His wrath. Now, before we go on to the seventh seal described in Revelation 8, let's get an overview of the seven seals on this chart. The first seal of Revelation was the white horse of religious deception. Then comes the red horse of war, the black horse of famine, and the pale horse of pestilence. The fifth seal is the martyrdom and great tribulation. Then we come to the sixth seal, or the heavenly signs that will shock people all over the earth. Now turn in your Bible to Revelation, the eighth chapter. Here the seventh seal is opened. We find that the seventh seal of Revelation, the day of the Lord, consists of seven trumpet judgments or plagues. Revelation 8 and verse 1. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. The trumpets give us warning. They announce seven plagues or judgments. Let's understand. The seven seals reveal end-time trends and events. The seventh seal represents the year-long day of the Lord. And the seventh seal consists of seven trumpet judgments during the year-long day of the Lord. As we'll see later, the seventh trumpet itself consists of the seven last plagues mentioned in Revelation 15 and verse 1. The last three trumpet plagues are called woes. The word woe is an exclamation of grief. Turn in your Bible to Revelation 8 and verse 13. Revelation 8 and verse 13. And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. The first woe, or the fifth trumpet plague, is described in chapter 9. The fifth angel sounds a trumpet that begins a military action that lasts five months. The second woe, or the sixth trumpet plague, is pictured with symbols of horses and horsemen. Here we see an intense military counterattack, Revelation 9 and verse 12. One woe is past. Behold, still two more woes are coming after these things. Then the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. The Euphrates River runs from Turkey through Syria and Iraq to the Persian Gulf. An army of 200 million drives west across the Euphrates River and destroys one-third of the Earth's population. Revelation 9, verse 15. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. 
Now, the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions. And out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. My friends, this is describing world war. And this phase of World War III will kill billions of human beings. Yes, Jesus said that unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. All life on earth would be destroyed. Then the seventh trumpet sounds. For Christians, the sounding of the seventh trumpet is good news because it announces the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth and the return of Jesus Christ. We all need to be preparing for that time. Revelation 11 and verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Notice verse 18. How will the world react? Will they welcome the Messiah, Jesus Christ? No, they will not. Verse 18. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. As we saw earlier in the program, the kings of the east crossed westward across the Euphrates River. They meet up with other superpower armies at Megiddo. The book of Revelation describes this gathering as the sixth of the seven last plagues. Turn in your Bible again to Revelation 16. Revelation 16 and verse 12. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Verse 16, And they gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Satan's demons, fallen angels, gather those armies that were about to annihilate one another and all life on earth. These opposing forces now join one another to fight against Christ at his coming. They gather at Megiddo, but they move southward to Jerusalem to fight Christ there. Notice Joel 3 and verse 1. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them there. The valley of Jehoshaphat is between the Mount of Olives and the city of Jerusalem. It's also known as the Kidron Valley, which extends southward for some distance. Yes, the battle of the great day of God Almighty will take place at Jerusalem. Jehoshaphat means judgment of the eternal. God will judge the nations in this climactic battle. The European superpower called the beast in the book of Revelation will also be judged at that time and will be punished. His armies try to fight Christ at his coming. Revelation 19 and verse 19. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured and with him the false prophet who had worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. 
These two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the rest were killed with a sword, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Yes, God will defeat rebellious nations who will even fight against the Prince of Peace at his coming. Is there anything we can do? Is there anything you should do? How can you prepare? And what is the good news that will come when Armageddon is behind us and Christ rules supreme? We'll discuss that in the last part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you an exciting free booklet that will open your eyes to the book of Revelation. It's titled, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. The book of Revelation, or the Apocalypse, is rich with symbols. Revelation 13 describes a beast with seven heads and ten horns. Revelation 17.3 describes a woman riding the beast. The Apostle John writes, And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Who are they, and what do they symbolize? This free booklet will give you the answer. You need to know the secrets and symbols of Revelation, and you need to know the sequence of events that lead up to Armageddon. This chart in the center of the booklet outlines the seven seals, the seven trumpets, and the seven last plagues. You need this exciting and revealing information. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. This booklet will help you to understand the prophetic milestones that lie ahead and the framework of prophecy. Just ask for the booklet on Revelation. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Today we live in dangerous times. Terrorists will stop at nothing to destroy Western nations and cause chaos around the world. On September 11, 2001, terrorists flew hijacked airliners into New York's World Trade Center and into the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. Nearly 3,000 people from America and around the world were killed in the attacks. On July 7, 2005, suicide bombers brought terror to commuters in London, England killing more than 50 civilians and injuring more than 700. Terrorists incite civil war in Iraq, while thousands of civilians and thousands of United States and Western military personnel die. Suicide bombers and terrorists are committed to kill and destroy. My friends, as most of you know, rogue nations are developing nuclear weapons. Terrorists threaten us with weapons of mass destruction. As the Apostle Paul stated in Romans 3, verse 17, the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. When men turn to war and don't fear God, what happens? 
At the end of World War II, General Douglas MacArthur summarized the historic lesson of war. Quote, military alliances, balances of power, leagues of nations all in turn failed, leaving the only path to be the way of the crucible of war. The utter destructiveness of war now blocks out this alternative. We have had our last chance. If we will not devise some greater and more equitable system, our Armageddon will be at our door. End of quote. My friends, human nature has not changed. Nations have not learned their lessons. As General Robert E. Lee stated during the U.S. Civil War, quote, It is well that war is so terrible. We should grow too fond of it. End of quote. Sadly, the nations of planet Earth will keep growing so fond of it that mankind will face total cosmicide, death of all life on Earth, unless God Almighty intervenes to save us. And He will. But in the meantime, nations continue to develop weapons of mass destruction. My friends, as General MacArthur envisioned, Armageddon will soon be at our door. Our Western nations need to repent of their godless societies and ways of life. It may be too late for your nation or country, but you can repent. You can be protected through the dangerous times ahead. Jesus tells us in Luke 21 and verse 36, Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. My friends, I hope you're praying for God's kingdom to come. I hope you're praying for the return of the King of Kings to this earth. The return of Jesus Christ will usher in a thousand years of peace and prosperity for the whole world. Christ will return as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, as it tells us in Revelation 19, verse 16. The millennial prophecies in your Bible reveal a coming world with renewed life, nonviolent animals, sustainable agriculture, and peace among the nations. All nations will learn the way to peace as they come to the temple in Jerusalem to worship the king. Nations will beat their swords into plowshares, as it tells us in Isaiah, the second chapter. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. That's in Isaiah 2 and verse 4. What wonderful news that is. Beyond Armageddon lies the kingdom of God and lasting world peace. Thank God for the ultimate future He's planned for you and me. We need to prepare now for the return of Christ. Be sure you're praying and reading your Bible daily. You need to know the future and the sequence of events leading up to Armageddon and the second coming. Be sure to request your free copy of Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. Just ask for the booklet on Revelation. We invite you to join us every week on the Tomorrow's World program. You need to know what the Bible reveals about the future. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So join us again next week right here at the same time. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online 
at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.